Nora Walden's eyes drifted from the spreadsheet in front of her to the stacks of stocking fillers on the counter. A spotter's guide to local birds, a little gift book of the world's ugliest Christmas jumpers, and a reindeer-shaped board book with a squashy red nose. Any of them was more appealing than her current reading material. Despite their deceptively Christmassy colour, the columns and rows of red figures on the spreadsheet were making her feel anything but festive. Frustrated, Nora jabbed the reindeer's nose, and it let out a loud squeak. A bearded man in a beanie hat nearly dropped the guidebook he'd been perusing. Sorry. Nora raised her hand apologetically. Didn't mean to startle you. Tilting her head to the side, she read the guidebook's cover. Ah, Sri Lanka. The beaches are meant to be beautiful. Sri Lanka was on Charlotte's gap year bucket list. The travel section had always been her daughter's favourite section of the bookshop. Apart from a few trips to Simon's parents' house in France, the Walden's family holidays had mostly been in the UK, hiring a canal boat or a little cottage by the beach. Booksellers didn't earn enough for luxury holidays abroad, not that Nora had ever minded. She'd been lucky enough to travel the world through books, touring South America through the works of Gabriel Garcia Marquez and Isabel Allende, visiting India through Salman Rushdie and Vikram Seth's novels. Nora had never been to the United States, but she'd camped out on Wyoming's rugged plains through Annie Prue's short stories and soaked up the sounds and smells of gothic New Orleans vicariously through Anne Rice's vampires. She'd climbed the hills of San Francisco with the characters from Armistead Morpin's Tales of the City books. She felt like she knew these places like a native through visiting them in fiction. But Charlotte had always wanted to see the world for herself. She'd spent hours sitting cross-legged in the travel section, charting future journeys like a tiny Phileas Fogg. Nora wondered idly if Charlotte was in Sri Lanka now, sunbathing on a beach. Or perhaps she was in Mumbai. If only she would ring. Charlotte usually phoned or FaceTimed on Saturday afternoon, but they hadn't heard from her today. Or the previous week. The man in the beanie put the guidebook back on the shelf. Can I help you find a different travel book? Nora offered. I can also recommend novels set in Sri Lanka. Anil's Ghost by Michael Ondatje is... No thanks, he said, cutting her off. I'll just use TripAdvisor. Nora sighed and looked down again at the spreadsheet of doom. No wonder the numbers looked so terrible. The bookshop door opened with a cheerful jingle ushering in a blast of cold air and carols from the Christmas market taking place in the square outside. Nora smiled at the woman with a dark curly bob who'd just come in. Like most of her regular customers, she knew her name. Hi, Kath. It's like the North Pole out there. Kath shivered and rubbed her hands together. I think I've lost all feeling in my fingers. At least the rain's holding off, Nora said, glancing out of the window behind her. The Stowford bookshop was famous for its Christmas displays, and Nora thought they'd outdone themselves this year. Bestsellers, cookbooks, and local interest titles were arranged in the shape of a Christmas tree, with presents wrapped in shiny paper underneath it. But beyond the window display, ominous grey clouds hung over the bustling market. Nora had lived in Stowford her entire life, apart from the two years she'd been away at university so she'd seen more than her fair share of wet, west country winters. This had been the rainiest December she could remember, however. 
The River Colne, which meandered lazily through the village centre, was so high its waters were nearly lapping over the banks. I'm so over this weather, Kath said, as she raked her hand through her bob. My hair goes crazy the second I step outdoors. Nora nodded sympathetically. I know the feeling. Simon had always compared her wavy auburn hair to a Rossetti painting. But in this weather, it tended more towards middle-aged frizz than tumbling pre-Raphaelite waves. Even though her copper locks were now shot through with silver, Nora couldn't bring herself to chop them off into a sensible bob. She'd decided to embrace her hair tinsel, and in any case, it was cheaper to maintain. But the rain wasn't just giving Nora a permanent bad hair day, it was keeping customers away at what should have been one of their busiest times of year, and making it harder and harder to ignore their leaking roof. If the weather didn't improve soon, the bookshop would finish the year in the red. Again. <laughs>